Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecone, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecone, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie Huge reaction yesterday morning uh, to the story of the sermon given during Mass in Kerry over the weekend. Now, not just us, but, you know, radio stations all over the country and TV stations and stuff. Since yesterday, Father Sean Sheehy has defended the controversial comments which he made during the sermon at St. Mary's Church in the Stoll, saying that he was preaching the Word of God and that all priests are obligated to do so. He also said that Irish politicians who support same-sex marriage are are openly gay, like the Taunashta Leo Varadkar, are absolutely going to hell if they don't repent on sin and seek some forgiveness. Just a few seconds of that, just to remind what about all the people who remained? What about all of them? When I completed the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, the people applauded, a standing ovation. What about them? What about the people who came into the sacristy and said, it's hard time we actually heard the truth. What about those people? Are they fundamentalists too? I mean, that's the reality. Father Roy Donovan is a leader of the Association of the Catholic Priests and he joins me now. Uh, Father Roy, good morning to you. And good morning. And thank you, thank you so much for your time this morning, Father Roy. Um, what do you make of the debacle? What do you make of the sermon? And what do you make of all the media frenzy around it, Roy? Uh, uh, Father Sheehy's um, theology, you know, is, is, is past tense. You know, when he talks about my priesthood, uh, my mass, and uh, his understanding of uh, moral theology, it's, it's, uh, it's way back in the past. Everything has evolved and is moving on at a very fast rate. And he's out of sync, completely out of sync. In fairness, the Bishop of Kerry was very quick indeed to issue an apology and issue a statement on it uh, as well. But it it didn't stop Father Sheehy on almost every radio station, you know, saying that this is my belief and uh, this is reflected in the Bible and that's what I'm preaching. Yeah, see, he's caught too with a church that's been speaking with forked tongue, you know. On the one hand, you have Pope Francis saying, who am I to judge? And he has reached out to, he phoned um, a gay priest there some while ago, uh, Father James Addison, and who's got, um, um, and has given him his back, his backing. And yes, you have, you, we've had statements from the CDF, uh, the Vatican, and condemning gays and um and putting forward um, this preoccupation mm. with um, sin as all got to do with sex. So you you have both of those, and you also have the catechism to some extent. Um, on the one hand, it's saying that we must treat uh, gay people with respect and um, with with care and love. And then on the other hand, especially some of the papal teaching has been saying that gay people is disordered. So you can see where he's coming from. Um, but but people on the ground and most of, and so many people in Ireland have moved on, and people in the church have moved on, but the institutional church hasn't caught up yet. Um, it's it's way behind the times. Uh, part of what Father Sheehy was was saying that you know he was asked was he critical of uh, the Bishop of Kerry for, for coming out so quickly and rebutting what, what he had to say. But he, he was saying that he was speaking with a, a Christian voice, but that Father Sheehy himself was speaking with a, a, a Catholic voice and very much with a, a Catholic um, agenda, so to speak. 
and the Catholic agenda in the past has been equating um, all sin almost with sex, mm. and um, and that's what he's done in his homily. Uh, all the topics he's brought up is all got to do with sex, and um, the church needs to update its teaching on sexuality massively. I say massively. Mm. It's way, way behind the time. Even on its whole attitude towards gay people, the church has not updated itself on the most uh, up-to-date sciences, uh, research, uh, even the Bible. There's nothing in the Bible that condemns same-sex relationships. There's been five clobber texts there, but uh, now with the latest biblical research, it shows it's not condemning same-sex uh, relationships. So even on biology, on um, the whole understanding of how our orientation comes about, sexual orientation comes about, all the sciences now show that to be gay or transgender is just as normal for that person as it is for another person to be uh, straight. Right. But you say that the Bible doesn't specifically say, but I mean, I'm I'm no great student of the Bible, but I, I just have some bits and pieces in front of me, Roy, and it's saying if a man practices homosexuality, having sex with another man is with a woman. Both men have committed detestable acts and they must be put to death for they are guilty of a capital offence. That's just one sentence. There's many more that would be specifically saying that. Yes, but um, the, up, up, the update, biblical research on all of those texts and, and on that text, um, when you look at the context and when you look at what they are condemning it's not um same-sex relations you will find that it's um abusive of um you know one person having power over another it's it i i can't tell you i haven't got those texts in front of me no and and i appreciate that and and you're right because some elements of what i was reading from genesis for example it seems to be violence in sexual Acts that is being condemned as well. So yes, is some yes, of this yes. lost in in translation? Do you think? Absolutely, and also um, many um, theologians and scholars um, released an academic statement on all of this back in May 2021, which the Vatican doesn't seem to have heard of, and most people haven't heard of, which speaks about what we're talking about there and clarifies all those um, texts and gives the evidence. Uh, and the scholarship to show that. Mm. So there's nothing, and I want to say this out loud, there's nothing in the whole Bible, Old Testament or New Testament, that condemns same-sex relations. That's very interesting. The other thing that occurred to me as well, that homosexuality I was reading is only a term that became known in the 19th century, and here it is representing um, biblical writings from thousands of years ago. Okay. So that's kind of interesting as well. As you say, in translation then, uh, uh, turns being imposed on the translation I yes, is, yes. is, is um, the point I'm making. Yes, yeah. And, and and now that we're more aware of homosexuality and because there's been this polarization and you have it in America where this yes. priest has come from, um, where you've got uh, a number of countries in the world now um, have come out like Ireland and have no issues around gay people. And then you have other countries who are um, taking up the traditional uh, interpretation of the Bible and are very 
uh, extreme in their views mm. uh, on on gay people. And and does it worry you that the kind of Pentecostal church that Father Sheehy might be representing in America has become so politicised as well? Does that concern you greatly? Yeah, absolutely, and it's it's very. Um, I don't know, it's very disturbing. Um, it's so far away from the gospel, isn't it? And, and it's so far away even from the Old Testament. Um, it's kind of um, ironic that last Sunday, um, the first reading said, I'll just quote two or three lines mm-hmm. here, um, God, lover of life, you love all that exists. You hold nothing of what you've made in abhorrence. For had you hated anything, you would have not have formed it. Lord, lover of life, whose imperishable spirit is in all. Oh I mean, God. that's... And is that's that what he read out as part of the Gospel? That he would read that out, at, that at would the read out in the first reading My last God. Sunday. My God. And, um, and, and it shows again that, that every person, this is Genesis, is a son and daughter of God, no matter what one's orientation is. That's the go- and the Gospel builds on that. That's the good news. So he wasn't preaching good news. He wasn't preaching the um, the gospel of Jesus Christ of mercy and welcome for all people, inclusiveness. Mm. Could I be, I mean, we're always delighted that you'll come on with us whenever you're asked to do so. So the last thing I want to do is put you in a, an awkward position. But could I be specific with you and say that if... Two men, for let's take two men, are in a loving relationship and that they still want to remain within the church. Is that relationship accepted by the brand of Catholicism that you preach? Um, yes. And, and again, when it comes to um, that, um, it's, for them... For gay people uh, to have that kind of relationship has the same kind of quality to heterosexual relationships. And I would even go so far as say we should be obviously blessing those relationships. Mm. And But you can't do that now, can you? Um, well, some some bishops and cardinals in different parts of the world are, are giving the go-ahead more or less for that on the ground. You see, this is the cynical pathway where... Um, things are going to come more from the ground up rather than from the top down. And people are so generous, really. On the ground, people are more generous in their thinking and blessings than the officials in the clerical church. Do you think there's been damage done by what Father Sheehy said, or has it resulted in a conversation, Father Roy, that might be good for, for everybody? Well, I would hope it would be a good conversation, but he's certainly... And I, and I was, you know, he's saying he has people who support him. And, um, the, you know, there are people who haven't done any work on developing their faith or their understanding of sexuality, their understanding of the development of the human person. I mean, there are a lot of people who are caught in a time warp, who are still caught in, a, uh, in the brainwashing that went on by the Catholic Church around sexuality and sex. Um, a lot of people are traumatised, I think, by that. A lot of people have been very hurt by the church's teaching and all that. And I think what he has done there is, at one level, he's added the hurt and he has compounded the hurt that many people feel around the church's teaching on sexuality. And would it surprise you to know, I'm just looking at the screens in front of me here, a lot of people are agreeing with him. And I suppose I feel for older people, maybe Father Roy, and I guess you would have come across this as well, who were brought up in a certain strict and maybe a focused teaching of 
the Catholic Church and now we're confused by different points of view, I suppose, and, and the changes in, in our lifestyles and stuff. Yes, and you see, isn't it, isn't, it, isn't it very easy to be certain about so many things, have a black and white view, and you don't have to do any thinking, you don't have to do any working out of things. Um, it's kind of an arrogance, too. You know, it's kind of um, a disrespect for other people's um, experiences. And, uh, you know, that nearly everyone now has somebody in their family who's gay, really. And um, uh, many people on the ground um, know that gay people are just as ordinary as anybody else in terms of all of our our humanity and in terms of what's best about our humanity. So that the same criteria should apply to um, gay people as the straight people in terms of values. Just a, almost an academic question, but where would you go for the source of of the Word of God, do you think, and maybe look at uh, a translation that might be more relevant in some way? Um, a translation that would be more what, relevant. What, what I mean... Um, it, well, I think Father Fagan, <laughs> his books, you know, has sin chains. He has done a lot of work on all that yes. area. Uh, you know, our preoccupation with sexual sin and how um, we're back in the uh, back in the old ages in terms of our understanding of sex in the church. You know, um, he's done a lot on on that. You know, his book Sin Change um, is one of those books. Um, where else? I think Pope Francis has written um, in uh, Amara's um, the, the document on love. I think he's written very good about yes. sexuality there. You know, he has put it in a very um, wonderful. He celebrates um, the sex and sexuality in that in that document. Amoris, uh, uh, the joy of love. Yeah, the joy of love. It's very interesting indeed. I'm sure the controversy and the conversation will go on. But Father Roy, we really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you for coming on with me. You're welcome, Frank. Thank, Thank you. you, and good morning to you. That's uh, Father Roy Donovan, there, leader of the association of Catholic priests. How do you feel about that? 1800 938 007. The text and WhatsApp is 83 Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie